1: absolutely anybody could be like mary be like mary log on to chumbo and play for free now no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner this episode is powered by pod decks pod decks are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand
2: Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. We dive into stories of true crime, from unsolved cold cases, to historic kidnapping, to gangsters, and beyond. We are your source for true crime. We thank you for listening. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Lees. Today, on an all-new episode, we're going to dive into the Las Vegas shooting. But before we do that... I'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex, for sponsoring this episode. What is Pondex, you ask? It's a great question. Pondex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. Whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to want to check out Pondex.com and use the code LARRY21 for 10% off your first order. Now, let's dive right into today's episode. The Las Vegas Strip is a stretch of Las Vegas Boulevard immediately south of the city in Clark County, Nevada. The strip is known for its concentration of casinos and resort hotels, including the 43 story Mandalay Bay, southwest of its intersection with Mandalay Bay Road in the unincorporated town of Paradise. Las Vegas Village, a 15-acre lot used for outdoor performances, was located diagonally across the intersection to the northeast. From 2014 onward, the venue hosted the annual Route 91 Harvest Country Music Festival. The 2017 festival ran from September 29th to October 1st, with over 22,000 attendees on the final day. Stephen Paddock was a 64-year-old former auditor and real estate businessman who had been living 80 miles northeast of Las Vegas in a retirement community in Mesquite, Nevada. He was twice divorced, had a long-term girlfriend, and had no known children. He was son of Benjamin Paddock, a bank robber who was on the FBI's most wanted list between 1969 and 1977. Paddock's only recorded interactions with law enforcement were traffic citations. Paddock was a high-stakes gambler who placed bets at a high enough level to earn valuable comps. Free benefits, such as rooms and meals. He was a familiar figure to casino hosts in Las Vegas, but was not well-known among other high-stakes gamblers because he mostly played single-player video poker. He reportedly kept to himself and was a heavy drinker. Paddock had lost a significant amount of his wealth over the previous two years, but had paid off all gambling debts before the shooting. According to his girlfriend, Panic repeatedly cased the Las Vegas village from different windows in her room when they stayed at Mandalay Bay a month before the shooting. Panic also may have considered attacking previous events. He had researched large-scale venues in cities such as Boston since at least May 2017, and had reserved a room overlooking the August 2017 Lollapalooza Festival in Chicago, but did not use it. From September seventeenth, Panic stayed at the Ogden in downtown Las Vegas which overlooked the open-air Life is Beautiful Festival that ran from September 22nd to 24th. Paddock's internet search terms for mid-September included SWAT weapons, ballistic charts 308, SWAT Las Vegas, and do police use explosives? Paddock arrived at Mandalay Bay on September 25th, 2017 and booked into room 32-135, a complimentary room on the 32nd floor. Four days later, he also checked into the directly connected room 32-134 Both suites overlooking the site of the concert at Las Vegas Village. During his stay at Mandalay Bay, Pettik spent much of his time gambling, usually at night. He interacted with employees more than 10 times, including twice on the day of shooting. An MGM Resort's international spokesperson said they were all normal in nature. Cell phone records show that he also made multiple visits to his home in Mesquite. With frequent help from Hotel Billman, he brought five suitcases suitcases to his room on September 25th. 7 on the 26th, 2 on the 28th, 6 on the 30th, and 2 on October 1st. His arsenal of weapons, associated equipment, and ammunition included 14 AR-15 rifles, some of which were equipped with bump stocks and 12 of which had 100 round magazines. 8 AR-10 type rifles, a bolt-action rifle, and a revolver. On September 30th, he placed Do Not Disturb signs on the doors of both rooms. A mass shooting occurred between 10.05 and 10.15 p.m. on October 1st, 2017, which was the third and final night of the festival. When the shooting began, country music singer Jason Aldean was giving the closing performance. Shortly before 10 p.m., hotel security guard Jesus Campos was sent to the 32nd floor to investigate an open-door alert he attempted to open a door that provided immediate access to the floor, but found that it would not open. After Campos entered the floor, he discovered an L-shaped bracket screwed into the door and door frame, which was responsible for barring the door from opening. After reporting the discovery to his dispatch center, he heard what he thought was a sound of rapid drilling coming from 32-135 and went to investigate the matter. At approximately 10.05 p.m., he was hit the right thigh by one of about 35 bullets that panic-fired through the door of his suite. After Campos was hit, he took cover in the alcove between rooms 32-122 and 32-124 and immediately informed the hotel by radio and cell phone that he had been shot. Though he believed he had been shot with a BB or Pelican, at the same time, maintenance worker Stephen Shuck was on the same floor to fix the door that Campos had reported as being barricaded. The already wounded Campos encountered Shuck and told him to take cover. Shuck contacted hotel dispatchers over his radio, informed them of the ongoing shooting, and told them to call the police. Neither the Las Vegas Metro Police Department nor MGM Resorts International have confirmed when information about the initial shooting was relayed to police. After Paddock used a hammer to break two of the windows in both of his suites, he began shooting through them at 10.05 p.m. He ultimately fired over 1,000 rifle rounds, approximately 490 yards into the festival audience. He initially started out with a few single gunshots before firing in bursts that usually ranged from 80 rounds to 100 rounds. Many people in the crowd initially mistook the gunfire for fireworks. During during the shooting, security fence hindered concert goers from fleeing the 15-acre concrete lot gunfire continued with some momentary pauses over the span of 10 minutes and ended by 10.15 p.m. In addition to shooting at the concertgoers, Paddock fired eight bullets at a large jet fuel tank at McCarran International Airport, 2,000 feet away. Two of these bullets struck the exterior of the tank, with one bullet penetrating the tank. The fuel did not explode because jet fuel is made mostly kerosene, which is unlikely to ignite when struck by a bullet. During the shooting, police officers were initially confused whether shots were coming from the Mandalay Bay, the nearby Luxor Hotel, or the festival grounds. There were also multiple false reports of additional shooters at other hotels on the Strip. Officers eventually spotted multiple flashes of gunfire in the middle and the northern side of Mandalay Bay and responded to the hotel. At 10.12 p.m., two officers on the 31st floor reported the sounds of gunfire on the floor above them. When officers arrived on the 32nd floor at 10.17 p.m. and encountered Campos a minute later, he directed them to Paddock's room and helped others evacuate. Campos was then directed to seek medical attention for himself. Between 10.26 and 10.30 p.m., eight additional officers arrived at the 32nd floor. Some of these officers manually breached through the door Paddock had screwed shut with a bracket. The gunfire had ceased and the police moved systematically down the hallway, searching and clearing each room, using a master key that was provided by Campos. ten fifty five PM, the officers finished evacuating guests. At eleven twenty PM, police breached room thirty two one thirty five with explosives. Paddock was found dead on the floor from a self inflicted gunshot wound to the head. Police then breached room thirty two one thirty four while entering the hotel suite. An officer accidentally fired a three-round burst from his weapon, but the bullets did not hit anyone. At 11.27 p.m., officers announced over the phone, or excuse me, over the police radio, that a suspect was down. As of October 2020, there were 61 deaths, including that of panic. The immediate fatalities comprised 58 victims, 36 women and 22 men, all of whom died from gunshot wounds. The oldest was 67 and the youngest was 20. 34 were from California, 6 from Nevada, 4 from Canada, 2 from Alaska and Utah, and 1 each from Arizona, Colorado, Minnesota, Massachusetts, New Mexico, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Washington State, West Virginia, and Wisconsin. 31 of the victims were pronounced dead at the scene, while 27 succumbed to their wounds at the hospital, with the last of those dying on October 3rd, two days later. Paddock's suicide was the only death at the Manila Bay. Hotel. A 57-year-old woman from California who had been paralyzed in the shooting died more than two years later on November 15, 2019. On August 24, 2020, the San Bernardino County Medical Examiner officially attributed her death to the shooting, though the Las Vegas Police Department declined at the time to include her in the official death toll. The police department also initially declined to include a 49-year-old Nevada woman who died from complications of a leg wound on May 26, 2020. The department revised its decision, however, and on October 1, 2020, included both women in the count. The incident was a deadly mass shooting committed by an individual in the United States exceeding the death toll of the 2016 Orlando nightclub shooting in which 49 people lost their lives. Let us know your thoughts in the comment section below about the shooting Um, on the off chance you were in Vegas and witnessed it. Let us know in the comments below uh, what you thought about it. As always, uh, if you want to support the show, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TCNS. And of course, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, give us a thumbs up if you like the video. Let us know other topics you'd like us to cut cover. Uh, Send us a tweet at True Crime NS. Follow us at Facebook and Instagram at True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. And now for the Pondex segment. And now for the Pondex segment. Today's question is, who is one serial killer you would be terrified to come into contact with? Hmm. I'm gonna go with Ed Kemper because he's so f- fucking tall, that tall and strong, that I don't think if I ran into him, I don't think I have a chance to survive, whereas if you look at like Ted Bundy, if you could escape, you'd probably have a chance to survive, but like Kemper, now you're toast if you ran into him. Let us know who's one serial killer you'd be terrified to come into contact with. And as always, thank you so much for watching and listening, and we'll see you next time. You have been listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps podcast, and on Twitter at True Crime NS. And follow us on Instagram at True Crime Never Sleeps. Thanks for watching. If you want to support the show, buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash tcnet or become a patron at patreon.com slash true never
1: sleeps mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino online
2: i was only playing for fun so winning was a dream come true
1: chumba casino was america's favorite free online social casino you too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to jumbocasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void reprohibited prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.
0: Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for 4 dollars each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi or 7-Up all with your card.